0: And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.
1: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com.
2: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
2: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the
0: bacon.
1: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs)
3: Here it is, another episode of the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am Mark Jolliffe also known as DJ Soundwave. And before we get going with today's show, in the words of karis One, here are some words from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Romer Skincare. Based out of Chicago, right here where I'm at, Romer launched a work-from-home, clean skincare line that covers all your skin needs with three easy. To follow steps. Why you should check them out? Simple ingredients and effective results. A perfect upgrade if you're still washing your face at a bar of soap or that drugstore face wash. Right now, Romer Skincare is offering our listeners 15% off and a gift with your first purchase by using the code LISTENER15. That's code LISTENER15 on their website, RomerSkincare.com. Impress your partner and get happy skin. Thanks again to everybody who's been checking out the show. Really appreciate the retweets and the feedback. And definitely go on Apple Podcasts, put on a review, tell everybody what you think of the show, rate it, appreciate it, big up to everybody who's done that. Want to give a shout out to my last guest on my previous episode, Mafiosa. Go check out that episode. Go check out his album, Collection Plate, available now on Bandcamp. Also had on MDoc Diego and Manzu Beats for their album Universal Tongues. So a lot of good music out there. Go check all of it out and listen to those past episodes if you have not been caught up on what I've been talking about on here the last couple of weeks on this week's show. Man, this is really exciting to talk to. Alaska and Zilla their album Cargo Cults, Nihilist Millennial is out now. You've heard them before if you've heard this podcast because they've been guest featured on Griffin Scorsese songs from their new album Midnight Express. So you definitely should be familiar with if you've been listening to the podcast on a regular basis. You've heard those songs. But now we've got them exclusively here to talk about their album Cargo Cults. Nihilist Millennial. This is a real banger right here. Play a couple tracks from the album. Talk to the guys. We talk about a lot of things. Talk about horror movies. Talk about juice. (laughs) So stay tuned for that and a whole lot more. So definitely stay tuned. Listen to the show on all digital platforms, especially the one you're listening to it right now. But you can also check it out on places like Spotify, Pandora, Pod Hero, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Follow the show on Twitter at Infinite Banter Podcasts. Same goes for Facebook, at Infinite Banter Podcast, as well as Instagram. Go to YouTube. There'll be clips from the show on there. Check those out. Just type in Infinite Banter on your YouTube search. You will find this show's clips on there. All right, let's go ahead and get to it. Let's talk to Alaska, Zilla They're known as Cargo Cults, and their new album, Nihilist Millennial, is out now. We're going to talk about that and more here on the podcast. But before we do anything, the show never begins until the one and only DMC. Says this. Yo,
4: yo, what's up? This is me, DMC, the K I N G, the greatest MC in history. And right now, you're listening to Infinite Banter, because we will banter on forever, because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be. I B, Infinite Banter.
3: All right, before we talk to Alaska and Zilla Rock about their new album, Nihilus Millennial, they're known as Cargo Cults, and they formed Voltron when they get together. And uh, we're going to play one of the tracks on that album right here, Great Rap Duo banger right here this is definitely in my opinion a good song to introduce you to them and this album on the other side of this stay tuned because you're gonna hear from alaska and zilla rock about the new album cargo cults nihilist millennial but right now go ahead and check out great rap duo here on the infinite banter podcast
4: cargo one two one two cargo host out jeremy pargo (laughs) Uh uh-huh get Godzilla Great rap duo Yeah Smack this shit yo Yo I got a question What has two heads And four thumbs And it's killing the game Just like a pogrom you Redefine the medium Carr and R. Crow. It's out of this world shit and yo My favorite Martian Tracks always get murdered Like Marsden and Westworld Yo let's take it back Ava Rex, Mecca and S-Curl Me I'm a Jets fan And me I'm on my six and shit and every single season Like Myth of the Sisyphus like Easter Legend Mixed with Western Tech Or the Ezra Collective Meets protecting Nack Fuck a pencil neck geek. With Freddie Blasi, Iron Sheik, put a hole in your logic. Like we're hot shit sheets. You want uh. that Andy Miller knock side Yo, you know that sucker shit. Yeah, we keep it short and fat. Homes we Kirby bucketing, we'll take it to your face. And your station unimportant. With the swagger of young stars, dunking over Jordan. We're the old man A rap. In fact, we're like father. We're fakers. the great rap duos for the hustler and trigger. The taste that goes together, we're like Tigger in the basement. We can't stop, won't stop on that puff and make shit. We're the old man A rap. We're independent as fuck. Uh-huh. We're the great Rap duo like LP and Just The taste that goes together We're like fappies in Eclipse Rappers we ain't the same Like your intro to the clip This is what Beanie Mac and Memphis could've been Should've been That raw uncut shit That did Dwight good in it John Wooden shit always winning We just never talked. Shine like certain men are Never signed the raucous huh, Maybe a single deal 30k And keep it moving Adam's fan reckon cool. Like Slim Thug and Paul and Houston You can't at all amuse us Santana Jewel shit Yo I hate dips Yo, yo it's my verse we're doing Your crowds ain't dying. Dial- Bird. Your style is for tourists Use the freestyle 5D Piled in the tourist You driving that snitch-ass Ford truck Basic cable motherfucker bragging on her. How you got your cords cut Slice them, my right hand 86 Tyson Arms too short like Kevin Dyson then, Combined like the Flashpoint You can't ride the lightning You can't buy a Tesla When, when you can't you... buy a Dyson We're the old man of rap In fact, we're like father We're Figgins. the great rap duos For the hustler and trigger The taste that go together We're like Tigger in the basement we can't stop, won't stop on that puffin' make we're shit. We're the old men of rap, we're independent as fuck. We're the great rap duo like LP and Just The taste that goes together, we're like fat beats in the clips. Rappers, we ain't the same like your intro to the clips, um.
5: Started. Listen, man. Infinite Banner Podcast. DJ Soundwave. It's your boy Scorsese Lord Jones, aka Mr. Stacking Chips on Record, crushing every single me One half a Dream Team, one fourth for the Nation Gang, one eighth of the Zip Squad, and one third of the motherfucking insubordinate. You motherfuckers get it, man. DJ Soundwave. He said he's gonna give Scorsese the fucking mic and let him talk his shit. You know what? fucking mistake you made on the Infinite Banner podcast? Did DJ Soundwave think that I couldn't come on his show and talk about wrestling or talk about comics or talk about hip hop? Did he not know that he brought the kingpin of crime on his fucking podcast to talk shit? This motherfucker's out his goddamn robotic mind. DJ fucking Soundwave, you motherfucker. Scorsese, bitch. Dream Team, bitch. Shout out to the homie Jason Griff. Shout out to everybody else Run over Insubordinate. Alex Ludovico, the fedora Boys. Nothing but X's and V's. we we'll don't give a fuck about your vowels. You'll figure it out when you get it, man. We going crazy out here. And thanks, Infinite Banner. Thanks to the homie DJ Soundwave. Guess what we get to do? We get to talk shit.
3: All right, you're tuned into the Infinite Banter podcast. I am Mark Jolliffe a.k.a. DJ Soundwave. And right now... Man, I'm just mad hyped to be bringing in two dudes right here. Zilla Rocca, Alaska, also known as Cargo Cults. Their new album, Nihilist Millennial, is out right now. Go cop it. We're going to play a couple uh-huh. joints here. And let's talk to them about that album and much, much more. Alaska, Zilla Rock is in the building. What's going on, dudes? Yes, sure man? How you
1: doing?
6: It's good, man. Good. We, we, yo, we're, we're proud to never be signed to Shady Records. Man. <laughs> we, love we love this freedom. We love this freedom we have. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you know. if they ever approach like me about
3: great. this whack podcast, I'll tell them I'm busy. I can't do it. I like my three yeah. followers, so you know I'm good. Yeah,
6: they're, yeah. <laughs> they're going to sign you and sit you on a bench for three years. And then Evan's <laughs> going yeah. to put out nine albums. And then you come out, he's like, you you're out. On your podcast, he doesn't show
3: up. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about the album, Cargo Colts. How did you guys put this together? How long has it been in the works? And how did you guys come up with the concept of it?
2: I think, I mean, we, when did we start working on this? Like around 2017, 2018 I, I can, maybe? I can
6: go back to my notes. I have my studio book. I list everything okay. I do. So I, I'll, I'll investigate this while, while you, <laughs> you, you, ban, you banter it out.
2: Yeah, so, uh, I, so out. I think it started – after we started the podcast. But then again, I could be wrong about nah, that. No, it was too.
6: before. It was before. Was
5: it okay. So it was before
2: we, we had done some tracks together, like you know I'd featured on some of his records. Uh Z featured on some of my stuff. He did a remix for uh, a song on I was in a group called Words Hurt. And we had this album called Fuck That Pretty Boy Shit. And um, we had a song. I could curse on here, right?
3: No, go ahead, man. Swear all you want. Okay, cool. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, so I, um, I had a song called I Love People with um, Chris Oreck, who was going by Red Pill at the time. And then uh, he did a remix of it. And then after that, he was like, yo, you know, I was like, I like the way that shit sounded. Um, and he threw me some beats. I was like, let's try to record some stuff. So he sent me like six beats, I think, which kind of made up the, a lot of the core of this record. You know i think it was it was like ux um uh, my g's too futuristic rommel z joe mcmillan mm-hmm. all power to all people and i think like pinky toe was in there and maybe right. that like, great rap duo were all in there um so it was like that sort of just created the meat of the record and like i wrote those in like two weeks and yeah, then it was yeah. like one of those things where it's like this crazy like spewing of output, and then I had nothing for like two months, three months. <laughs> um, so cool. You know, so cool. like the rest of it filled out over the next like year or so. And then you know it was just a matter of like everybody getting being able to get together, have the time to mix everything, and get it ready to go. And luckily, it still felt relevant by the time we put out the record.
6: Ready, April twenty eighth, twenty eighteen. I have oh, to have note sent, sent ten beats to Alaska.
2: There you go. <laughs>
6: It's my, it's my my studio book.
2: Yeah.
3: How many of those there ten beats go. got used, or, or would you say? You know, probably. The top?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I think probably about like at least six or seven of them. At least. Yeah, because I think I think um, woke the into mixtape ended up being one of those beats as well.
6: Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, but that
2: really that easy. was actually the la- very last song that was done. Like that was done the day before we sent it out to be mastered. Right. Um, we had tried to do that song like six or seven times, and it just wasn't working. in the format that it was in or like the beats weren't working or my verses weren't working. Like there's always something off about it. And um, Z like created a beat for me and I was like, all right, I'm going to try to rock it on this. And it just wasn't working. I looked through the old beats and I found that and I was like, this could work, but the beat is only like a minute and 30 seconds. So I took like (laughs) a three minute song and like cut out the hooks, cut out all the fat and then just like put it into you know, one, one verse instead of three verses.
3: So it sounds like right from so, the jump, you guys had beats and, and concepts all ready to go. But of course, as fi- yeah. finalizing the album, that took a little more time.
2: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I think, I think the beats were, the beats were definitely there and the concepts are just sort of like, you know, things I tend to write about a lot. Um, so it's sort of just all, it all, came together nicely it was it was pretty effortless i think what, what oh, yeah.
6: would you say Z? Yo, it was like i mean i I'm, I'm like looking back at um all of my my notes from things i was making and recording back then and i was just doing like the career crooks remix record i was doing 96 mentality i was doing verses for shrapnel so i was just on some all right now i'm just gonna unload all these beats whatever you know just throw it out there who who cares and uh, and then all of a sudden you start like hitting me back and I was like oh okay here's all these joints they're fire but I was so caught up in the records i was writing where i was like all right like I'll just, I'll just keep these in the stash with him like i'm not sure if we're gonna do an ep or if i'm gonna rhyme a lot of whatever and i just kept like slinging them back and then he would just let go just be, you know texting me in the morning like he'd be on a train right and he'd be like yo here's what i got so far what do you think of this and i'd be like oh okay like i i wasn't even really paying a lot of mind because i was just like all right like i like i trust him you know he's he's a super experienced like ill dude so as long as he trusts me and he likes these beats i'll just keep pumping them out and he was like asking me for feedback on certain bars or certain lines or the hook was cool or not like just just texting me the whole shit and i was like okay but again i was just kind of like all right like like this is cool like this will be just some fun shit we do here and there here and there um so like his, his workload was so heavy and i was like oh okay like i need to start taking it seriously uh on my end with, with production and then like he said like he just kind of like hit a wall with it which is pretty typical. And then I, I think I think at that time I was I was doing the same thing. I was working with John Wizard for our record and I same thing. I, I came out crazy, like doing like two three songs and then just like had nothing for like six months. So it was the same thing. It was like, oh, I get it. I, I know what he's going through because I'm in the same boat, you know, writing right. for somebody else. So it was cool. But it was like it was dope just that organically just kind of like let these things happen. And then in the middle of that, you know, and like within a year or so, we, we started doing our show, and we started touching, you know, and it's, it's now your focus is, like, on the show and thinking about that shit. And then we just kept, like, chipping away, chipping away. And then finally, we were, like, I was looking at my calendar, like, going into this year, I was like, yo, like, we, we, we got to put this record out now. There's enough songs. I'm like, okay. So we started saying, okay, what what should we keep? What should we get rid of? What should we add? Who else should we get? You know, what what are we doing? So th- there was a lot of even, there's even, like, a lot of starts and stops with that. Like, probably took, like, eight months just to figure out what to do you know like mixing a yeah. master and artwork all that shit but once we kind of locked in on it i mean it was like a month of just solid work on it from all the design everything and mixing a man it was done like yeah so it was, it was like a really it was like a big burst and then it was like a big low and then it was kind of like in the back of my mind a lot and in the back of his mind and then it was in front of his mind and it was in front of my mind and all of a sudden we just hit up the homies they were like yo here's when we want to have it out they were like, all right, bet, let's do it boom done so Got it was it. it was it was fascinating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it I really was an like, like you know, my my thing is, bro. Albums like that for me in the past would take four years. Like that's that's like a four year journey typically yeah. with all those stuff. You know what I mean? Like all the stops and start and all that shit. But now it's just like I don't know. I think I think it's like uh, we're we're, we're like more focused dudes on how to use our time better.
2: both have jobs we both have families i'm going to school now um so it's like when we have time we have to take it like i think when i was younger like time was time was everywhere so i didn't have to worry about time and because of it i wasted so much of it now it's like
6: alaska would you say time is would you say it's it's, too valuable
2: it's probably too valuable to waste upon i would agree
3: yeah yeah so like (laughs) those those listening might not catch that but yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's a yeah. track off the I'd album. Wake up, and throw <laughs> wake up heads, and I just yeah. start writing. Yeah, I, I think the cool thing is that you guys didn't put pressure on yourself, or nobody else was putting pressure on you to and get this thing going, like to get it finished. Yeah. You guys, it it just kind of simmered and it it cooked like it had to, and and it came out yeah. like it did. And talking about your show, I forgot to mention it. Your podcast, Call Out Culture. You guys yeah. do that. Yeah. Is that is that a weekly uh, podcast? How often do you guys record that?
5: Yeah, we record every week.
6: Yeah, sometimes we uh we'll we'll kind of like double up and then take a week off, but I, I don't think. I think when we first started, it's been about like a year and change since our first episode. We're yes. probably like 60 shows deep, but it's it's been dope just because now we're at a stage where we have like a Google Drive for like all of our episode plans and like booking people and having, where in the past it was like, I remember there'd be like day up, we're like, what are we going to talk about tonight? I don't know. Whatever's pissing us off on Twitter. All right, we'll talk about <laughs> yeah. that whereas now it's like all right boom we we got we're, we're gonna talk about our release we're gonna talk about one of our friends releases we're gonna talk about this this classic record we love or we're gonna do like a mailback like it's just it's it's still loose and it's fun between us and castro it's dope to look forward to every week now because like i said like we have like the next like probably six episodes right like planned yeah pretty so much it's it's been it's become like a more organized affair
2: yeah definitely it's definitely going in a nice direction i think I think it's like, but it's like the writing process too, right? Like when we first started, it was all this energy. Then there was like a bit of a lull in the middle. Definitely. And then like sometime this summer, we just like hit a stride where like we've been on a real good trajectory since then. Yeah, probably um, like
6: May. Like probably May. Yeah. Like so we yeah. kind of jumped, you know, kind of stepped up a level.
2: Yeah. And then it's, you know, so we're just sort of like riding that wave right now. But it's real cool. Like I'm I'm looking forward to like some of the stuff we have coming up in the in the, in the future in the next few weeks and months. Mm-hmm. I think it'll
5: take us to a new a new space, which
3: will be kind of cool. Yeah, I feel you guys on that. I started doing this thing uh, February 2019. this This episode here will be number 53, so it's like every nice. other week that I do them. But yeah, I've got a 16 yeah. month old. You know, it's like like you everything cool. you guys are saying, I'm like totally relating to it. Except that I don't do music, um, that part of it. Yeah. So I don't even know how you guys juggle all that, spinning all those plates. But uh, I mean, just getting time to do this. You know, I'm doing this. On, we're doing this on a Sunday night. You know, at the right. end of the day, yeah. you know, uh, just trying to squeeze it in. So, you, you, man, time is valuable. You guys, uh, time is too valuable. I don't want. I said that wrong. Time is too valuable. We can't can't misrepresent the one of the bangers off of this this album right here. Let's talk about it, Nice, man. Uh, one of the songs we're gonna play and feature in this episode is UX, and uh, that one, man, just just straight heat on that one. We'll talk about that record, guys.
6: Yo, you know what's I, funny? I I want to jump in on this one real quick. Right. When 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 I I made that beat, it's probably from 2013, something like that. 2012, 2013, probably 2013, 2014. And uh, so when 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 I sent you that joint, I'm like, this is gonna be a banger. So then then you did it, and but again, I just forgot about it. Like in the in the mix, of this, I was doing this record. It was just like I, I knew that beat inside out. Somebody else recorded something to it at some point, and then I was like, No, I'm taking that joint back. And then when we were putting a record together, I let Alaska arrange it. I was like, what should the first leak be? He was like, UX? I was like, you sure? He's like, yeah. I was like, all right, sure, fine, whatever. And then people were like, oh, this is crazy. This joint is hot. I was like, <laughs> oh, it. All right, I don't even know. I don't know how, like, you know. Like, I'm, I'm used to doing the first league and no one cares. It's like, oh, okay, great. You know, yeah, whatever. Once the album's coming out or whatever. People were like, this is crazy. <laughs> so I was like, oh.
2: He's Eleazar, got his little puffy on, you know? <laughs> I know, I know. I know what the people want. Yeah, it wasn't the first song I wanted to leak, but I, I felt like the one that I wanted to leak, I, I actually wanted to wait until people heard the album, okay. um, which was all power to all people. Like I didn't want to give that one away too soon because I feel like to me that's like the best track on the record, mm. and I didn't want to give it out. But but UX is probably yeah. my second favorite. Like I wrote UX and. My G is too futuristic, almost like back to back. There's like a yeah. real similar vibe between those two. Um, but I thought UX was like a little bit dope because it was, is a bit more personal and it like told kind of like a cool story about, you know, like the evolution that we have as we, we grow from like young, young people into like old farts like me, <laughs> like just sort of <laughs> like, you know, like you kind of like go from being this jackass to like, hopefully being solid telling people to, like, to get off your lawn like the first track still be a jackass yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> just like just leave me the fuck alone i'm trying to like do my shit here i don't got time for you and whatever the fuck your head cause of the week is
3: i'm trying to do hip-hop kids get off my lawn that's yeah, probably a terrible a clean sweat impression but that's what i was trying to do
6: <laughs> <laughs> i'm making rap at 89 dpm yeah. Get
2: off my lawn. yeah i can't rap fast anymore leave me alone <laughs> I hate trap hi hats. Get out.
3: Here. There it is. I hate labels that don't represent underground. Oh no, no, <laughs> <laughs> man. So yeah, get off my lawn. Right off the bat, you just you know, in case you're not sure where this album's going, it yeah. grabs you right there.
6: Yeah, I, 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 made that, I made I made that beat for Castro. You know that? that oh, that did was, you? That was that was. I'm pretty sure that was on the batch. Because when I was when I was doing beats for his record, Tosh. I was making all these like reggae dub sampled beats on purpose cuz that was going to be like the starting point for that record. Yeah. So I just I just made a bunch of beats called like Tosh 1, Tosh 2, Tosh 3, Tosh 4.
0: that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase
1: necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
6: And uh, so the joints that didn't, he didn't pick. I think, I think my, my, my homie Dewey, uh, Dewey, Dewey Bryan, he did a record. He and him did, he called a different drum. He took one. It's the Astro on that record. And then I, I'm pretty sure this one was like, I I, th- I think was, I was still in that Tosh space. I think Castro was good with beats, but I was like, I, I like fucking making beats with these samples. Like, I love dub music. So I made it like in that Castro Tosh frame of mind, and I even hit it at one point. I'm like, "Yo, uh, I just made this. I don't know if you want it. I don't know if you need any more beats." Like, nah, I said, "I don't need any more beats." So I was like, "All right, well, fuck so it. I have it." And then uh, you picked it, and I was like, "Oh shit, okay," because I never, I never really heard you on on that type of sample before. Yeah, I love shit. Like I, I used to
2: do a whole, I did a whole bunch of shit with jest like that. Oh back really? In the day. Yeah, just just does like a lot of weird, like super dark dove stuff. Like we had like a like six or seven Hangar Eighteen songs and stuff like that. But it was just it was way too dark for us. so Damn.
6: Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you made a good job picking the beats, bro.
2: Thanks, man. I, I, it's weird, like every time I go to I pick beats from someone, they're like, "That's some shit that like you know I sent to like everybody else and nobody can do anything with it." <laughs> like, right, cool. Challenge accepted.
3: <laughs> speaking of picking beats when griffin scorsese were on here uh the last time they ran twice but the most recent one you
6: mean you mean when scorsese was on griff, griff yeah on. griff was there i think he
3: yeah. even had the phone on mute at one point and uh
6: <laughs> yeah, i love griff man shout out to griff, yeah. out. griff, griff on there. We, we, we text all day about that
3: no doubt local I'm chicago like, i'm like
6: i'm like yo i'm like you do you do a scorsese, you a scorsese interview i'm like it's just gonna be like you say what's up and then he just don't talk for four hours, man. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> it was a, it was a it was a two hour podcast. I
3: think uh, he spoke eighty percent of it, so <laughs> it's it's no, all good. You know, though. I love busy. Yeah, he he's the dude, it, man.
6: Shouts and supporting But
3: yeah, he had I mentioned uh, to for the old De Lowe track, and he said that you know Alaska was feeling that beat. And that's you know that's how that yeah. whole song came together. And for people listening to this podcast, we played that song on here, so people are very familiar with it. Uh, not to go get off of the Cargo Colts joint, but uh, Alaska talk about that record because that one right there. It's just I'm a big Camp Low fan, and most of us listening oh, probably yeah. are. That was just that's a banger, man.
5: Yeah, I mean, he sent me two
2: beats, and I was like, "This is the one I want." Like, I never really rapped on a song like that before, and I was like, "I like this shit." Like, let's do it. And he was like, "Well, this is a song Ode oh, to Camp Low,' and I was like, "Well." you know sold i fucking love camp low and yeah. you know so it just basically like it was just originally gonna be two verses and i was like what's up with this last verse like there's a you know the space for a last verse what's going on He was like i you know maybe get somebody else or i'll do something i was like you know let's just fucking go back and forth on this thing and wrap this shit up right and he was like bet let's do it and then you know basically we did that we did another song on like um the counterpoint remix album, which project which was the same thing like he'll send me a beat and we'll just text bars back and forth to each other until the song's done. We have another mm-hmm. one on, um he's doing an album with Chumzilla. Um, I just was down in Baltimore and recorded with him on that one. It's the same thing. It's just like he sends me a beat. I'm like, yeah, that's the one, like the weird one. Mm-hmm. And we'll just like go back and forth on it. It's like cool.
3: He did mention so that Gucci Suede been- might have been on that record. I wonder if that's who that spot yeah. was for, maybe. Oh, yeah.
2: Well,
1: yeah, wait, I, word?
3: Yeah. Keep
6: it. So check, check this. So I, I did a joint with Geechee Suede like what six year, six, seven years ago called Shy Town yeah. So um you can go check that song. It's off of uh, my record, No Vacation for Murder. So we had Geechee on that. And I did a remix on SoundCloud just for fun. Uh, and then when Geechee came out with his solo record, it was like maybe like four or five years. It was, it was like some weird title. It was called like nine something, like dark, it's like an FM station title. It was like mm-hmm. his first solo record. So then yeah. um, we linked up again. I interviewed him for that one. We were just like kicking it. He When when they were talking about doing the song, the Ode to Camp Low, they were asking me to get at Geechee. So I reached out to Geechee. I was like, yo, I said, like, buddies of mine want to do some work with you. And he was like, all right, you know, put, put us in touch. And then I didn't know anything happened after that. And then next thing I know, I hear Ode to Camp Low What you on it. And then Chong Wizard doing the cuts. Because Scorsese asked me to, you know, to get at Chong. So I got at Chong for him, whatever. So I was like, oh, I was like, maybe they just wanted to have Alaska on there and they were doing Geechee or it didn't work out. I don't know what the hell happened. But I was when I when I heard your shit on that, I was like I was kinda salty because I was like, How are you gonna ask me to get the Geechee feature if you don't get me on the Geechee song? That's fucked <laughs> up. But then I heard what you did and I was like, This is dope. Like this shit is so fly. I was like, you say you said in one line like some of other fatter than Topaga's tits. Dude. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> there's a
3: lot there's a lot of fat white girl uh, Ricky Lake uh rhyme in there too. Yeah.
6: yeah. Ricky Lake. <laughs> Yeah. Did you say something like "fat ass, flat earth" and all my songs are monogrammed or something? Yeah, because it's like
2: it's like the people that I mentioned all basically like fit that physical profile. <laughs> ass, <flat> earth.
3: <laughs> I did tell Griffith Scorsese I had to Google Lana Sands because I couldn't remember who. I'm like, I know that name. Oh, wait,
5: who is that? that? Yeah. yeah. She's like she. a 90s porn star. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's <laughs> not a recent uh, reference, Absolutely, but exactly. neither was you Darlene. Got, you know, you got to so get, you gotta clear your
6: history,
2: bro. Don't have that shit in your search history. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you find that anymore. That's like VHS standards.
3: Yeah, that's under <laughs> the uh, the magazines, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's like my my roommate went to class <laughs> and we pulled this thing out. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll ask
6: you guys this. This is funny, but my my one homie lives down the street. Me, me and him went to high school and college together, and we, we were in college. Well, you know, this is like early, early, late, early early 2000s when, you know, porn was still like not just anywhere in the world you wanted it to be. And he had like his little stash in his room because he was still, we were still living at home. We were like freshmen in college. So one day he comes home from work and his mom, like, was still cleaning his room and like folding all his clothes and doing all his laundry and shit. And she found his stash oh, and she just said, shit. To, she's like, she says, oh, some some nice smokers you got there. She calls for <laughs> smoker. <laughs> smokers. Smokers.
5: I was oh like, my "Who my call?" Your mom calls. She finds it. She's like, "Oh, you got some nice smokers there." No, I was
6: like, oh, <laughs> oh, "Man!" <laughs> so, I don't know if anybody referred to them as smokers. That, that's I don't
3: even know that. Right. I don't even know why that even makes sense to call them smokers. I guess because you because you light up after you're done watching. I don't know.
6: <laughs> They're gonna smoking hot. I don't know. Even mom's gonna grade her smoking hot.
2: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, she probably had them in her own collection.
3: Yeah, e- man, that's rough. that one. I can't even imagine how embarrassed he was. <laughs> he, he
6: thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was funny,
3: too. Yeah, man. Yeah,
6: he was shameless.
3: Nowadays, it's just clearing your history, like you said. It's not... uh giving too many yeah, secrets like- out here. We shouldn't be talking about all this because, you know, we all we all got families. We shouldn't be saying this.
6: They don't <laughs> listen, man. They don't listen. They don't listen. They to no. Listen.
3: <laughs> they don't listen. So. They're
6: not interested. Man. My mother-in-law was like... She's asking about like start playing my, my podcast and listen to it, and I was like, please don't do that, please don't listen to my podcast. That's not that's not healthy.
3: <laughs> or you find the one that's okay, like here, play this one.
6: It's a good intro. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah here's
5: Get the a long, Mother's Day episode.
6: Here's where we talk about dear mama for two hours. <laughs>
2: yeah. Or you just yeah. record them, but you never posted it. The greatest rap song is dedicated to someone's mom. There you go. <laughs> All
5: right.
3: Oh Keep man. To my
2: business number
3: one. No, that, that's man that's that's when it got slept on because there was a nosy nosy bitch. <laughs> K. Solo <was> trying <laughs> trying so hard. <laughs> <was> my, business. <laughs> my business. He went from being a fugitive to trying to date somebody and you know she wasn't she wasn't having it. You're not good enough for yeah. my daughter, K. Solo. Yeah. I don't care how you spell I mean, my that name. was the greatest or,
2: thing about 90s rap it was like you're on the run and you have the nerve to be upset that this person's mom doesn't think you're good enough for
3: a story.
2: Right. I am like, dog, you guys have awards out you your, your
5: picture's in the post office.
3: Right. <laughs> Come on, bro. And then he was spellbound. Yeah. He's like, I'm just spell some shit now for three minutes yeah. straight. <laughs> I'm like, wow. That's the case, old man.
6: He ripped it on the uh, muddy waters off,
3: man. Yeah. His voice sounded all oh, weird, too, like, on that one. I was keep like,
1: keep it on. Yo, keep keeping on.
3: He needed some water, but he sounded like, was it K-Shaft or something? Is that what he went by? Is that what it was? I think he called himself that, and then I didn't hear from him again. K-Shaft? Yeah, I could have sworn if you played a record oh, that's again. a terrible rap name. I, I know, you know. Well, so wait, he,
6: he was in Hit Squad, right? Yeah. yeah he was Hit Squad. He it, was Hit Squad, and then when they split up, he was rolling with Redman. but he only, like, on Death Squad. He was on
3: Headbanger, and then there wasn't a whole lot after that, right? Right.
5: Yeah. I'm the yeah. original man, criminal, science, blood. yeah,
6: yeah. He
3: was I thought K solo. he he's on a Redman album. K s o l o. Yeah, no, he's he was nice man. He had those two records. Yeah. It, it times up, and I wanted what's the first? The first one called Spellbound, or no, no. Uh, I've never heard a K
6: solo album.
3: Oh, from, from start to finish. Never.
6: I've, yeah. I've
2: never heard more than like three K
5: solo
6: songs. I think it's
3: called Tell the World My Name is his first album.
2: Yeah, oh, okay. I think
3: you're right. Yeah, uh, yeah, Spellbound. Now, yeah, you're
2: not really missing much by not hearing a K solo record. Like it's okay. a real time and place sort of thing. It's like
3: listen yeah. to double x posse
2: right? yeah like, like oh, you're not you're not running out to get a double x posse record
6: right now yeah like like yeah. yeah he's he to me he was more like he was like an act he wasn't like an artist he was like yeah he had a couple of style things that were dope in a voice but like not really yeah. much to go back to
3: Nah, it was red man that really when epmd had their albums out and they had that guest guy like who's this reggie noble yeah, okay, dude like he killed it on business as usual on those two tracks yeah
2: yeah yeah, I mean, K-Solo is basically their version of The Last Boy
3: Scout. Oh, <laughs> Ouch. Oh,
6: oh, oh, man. Like Hit Squad?
2: Yeah. He's like the Hit Squad version of, oh, of the Rhymes crew. Uh, oh, Rampage? The, the Last Boy Scout?
6: I oh, yeah. Like the movie, The Last Boy Scout. Bruce Willis. No,
2: no,
3: no. Yo, no, no, Ge- nobody's Rampage talking about
2: Rampage
6: that one. Like <laughs> it, like, yeah, Rampage. The yeah. <laughs> Last
2: Boy like, oh, Scout. Okay, cool. It's K-Solo. I'm not really
5: checking out his solo projects.
3: There's yeah. only one reason to watch Last Boy Scouts, because Halle Berry plays a stripper in it, right? She's in it? Yeah, yeah that's like her... I don't yeah. think it's her first movie, but it's definitely, you know, at the beginning. <laughs> just... Yeah, but she didn't
6: get naked until a uh, swordfish. Yeah. Right, yeah. And that Monster Ball, wow.
3: Yeah.
6: That was like the most depressing, art- artsy sex scene I've ever seen in my life. Make me feel yeah, good. Was. I was just thinking about that. Like, how, like they kept, like, intercutting it with, like, her hands in a birdcage or something. I was like, what is this being? <laughs> And why is it's great? It's very confounding and bizarre, but it's like.
3: Well, it's, and remember
6: Puffy's in that movie? He gets electrocuted the first like episode. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> None of us were happy with that. You're like, oh man, good.
6: <laughs> he's, he's like, yo. It's I on par with
2: like the Angel Heart. I don't know if y'all ever.
3: Seen I that. love Angel I Heart. It's Angel one of my Heart. favorite movies, dude.
2: Angel Heart. Oh,
6: with Nick like Cage.
3: Mickey Rourke.
1: Yeah. No. Or De Niro. Wait, Mickey, he,
3: Rourke? Mickey Rourke, Rourke and Lisa Bonet and Robert De Niro plays yeah. the devil. I mean, Louis Cypher is what he calls himself. Yeah,
1: Louis oh. Cypher.
3: He eats eggs <laughs> with long nails. That's
6: <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny about that movie? I You know you don't want I know, it, but I've never seen it. It was on my, my Netflix DVD queue forever, and I, and I just never rented it.
3: Yeah, you definitely wow. need to check it out. That's Lisa like, Bonet got in trouble because she had a sex scene with Mickey Rourke and Bill was all... This is the bill back then. I don't, you know, not talking about Bill now, but back then, you know, Bill was pissed off. Like you can't come back to, yeah, because it was a crazy scene. You know, when she was the good girl, and
6: he, he was like, he's like, I wanted to drug her first, right? Her. That's not cool. <laughs> yeah, I
2: wanted to give he's her like, a yeah. little on Yeah,
3: I do that one right to you, yeah, yep. psycho. <laughs> yeah,
2: he's really got some nerve, right? <laughs> he's like, this this big real guy got the fucking
6: balls, you know. I,
5: <laughs>
6: Hitting with the ether bag in the dresser room, you know. And here she goes.
5: <laughs>
6: oh
2: now we got to bring back Sandra for a major role.
6: Oh, oh Jesus. God. Bill Cosby. Sandra
2: and Alvin.
3: Oh, yo, God. yo,
2: let's keep
6: this. Think about this, man. Let's really think about this. You brought Bill Cosby, right?
3: I'm think sorry, by the way.
6: No, that's cool. Let's keep this. He was famous since the 60s with I Spy, right? Yep. Famous. Like on network TV, like 30, 50 million people watching the show. Okay. Famous. Then, like, all the, like, my dad has, like his comedy records from when my, when my dad was a kid. Like, all the comedy records. Then the 70s stretch with even more specials and Fat Albert and all that shit. Then he gets the Cosby Show, which was the biggest show in the 80s. Like, the, yeah. like that and Cheers. Like, the biggest shows in terms of viewership. Right. And while all this is happening, He is, like, blatantly, definitely, but he's doing all this shit to women for, like, 30, 40 years. Right. While he's the most famous dude. Yeah. Like, when's the last time he he was in Obscurity? Like, 1961? Like, think how crazy that is. To be like, everywhere he goes, he's known. And he's like, I'm going to drug women and sexually assault them against, like, that's crazy. Like, think about really how insane that is. That would be like, imagine tomorrow, like Oprah was like, "Oh yeah, this whole time I've been like, like drugging kids in my basement and like shooting oh, heroin at wow. them or some shit." You'd be like, "What? This whole time?" She would be like, <laughs> "QAnon it's real. Rape like, for everybody." Be like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, "It's just, it's unbelievable, man. It's really when you step back and think about it, like, like even like when Dave Chappelle was talking about that shit, his yes. special. When he was like, this dude was doing Steph Curry numbers for rapes. <laughs> he still, he's like, he's like, if you take away thirty rapes, he still has two
5: dozen rapes. More <laughs> charges. I was like, oh my god. And and the crazy,
3: crazy, crazy thing is, if Hannibal Burris doesn't talk about it on stage, does is he even in jail? Because I don't think anybody well, cares.
6: But, no, but here's the thing: people I had to Google in, it.
3: Like, <laughs> I
6: remember, I remember when it was, when it was happening here in Philly. Because um, Andrea, what's her name?
3: She blew up his spot she was a
6: Temple. I'm a Temple grad, so I remember getting the paper. And reading this shit, like, they're mid-2000s, because I had just graduated Temple. And this motherfucker did my commencement speech at Temple with my whole family. But he kind of, like, he's like, yo, they double booked me. I had to go to Johns Hopkins. He gave us, like, a fucking 10-minute speech and left. Wow. I was, like, I was, like pretty pissed. I was like, yo, Bill You couldn't even, like, give me a good talk. <laughs> and then so within a year or two, her, uh, Andrea, Con- I think her name's Constran, she blew his spot up because she, like she was, like, a volleyball coach, whatever, and he, he would be around the campus. So when I read that, I was like, oh, shit. But at first you're thinking back then, like 2005, like, oh, she's, you know, she's just trying to get money or something. Like, you can't even picture him doing this because he's, like, 70 at the time or whatever how old he is. And she's like, Nah, this whole relationship hit with him and all this shit. Then, like, it kind of, like, dragged on a little bit locally for a couple of years. And I think, like, he paid her off. I forget how it happened. And then when Hannibal did this shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's, yep, that's it.
6: Yo, know, like you know, I'm you know like
3: you that's know, an ether like, right there for you, by the way. That's yeah, that's a like, true yeah, ether.
6: As, as we see in culture, like like bad like like Chris Rock like the bad guys win, like they're like they bad guys who get away with shit. Yeah, you do for a while, yeah. but then man, like you're not going to go to grave with this shit anymore. I was like, man, that was yeah. it was wonderful when they brought that back. But but when it came back up, I was like, I was like, didn't but I was back, but I was like, but I remember when it's played out in real time here when she was making she was in court with this guy banging on him every day I was like I was like why is this news to people back like when Hannibal said I'm like why, why didn't nobody know about this
2: yeah so. well that's one of those things too it was like one of those like known secret things like same thing with Harvey Weinstein it's like everybody knew about it but nobody did shit about it just
6: Yep. it's
3: unbelievable it is crazy yeah. anyway. and hopefully oprah Rose. you're not doing those kind of things that uh still <laughs> have put out there <laughs>
6: right but like someone on, imagine someone on that level like doing the shit for like 30 40 years yeah like
3: like, like maybe the president <laughs> right
1: you I, know mean, what I mean yeah
3: that dude I, I i would not be shocked at all <laughs> but whatever <laughs> oh
1: yeah what does that
3: Speaking of good guys and bad guys, I, uh, Zillow got to talk about that Marvel vs. DC, another Griffin Scorsese collab here. Uh, that one, you know, being a comic book nerd, I was all over that joint. Talk about putting that song together with those dudes.
6: Yeah, it was the same thing. Like, I, I mean, I, I've been getting beats from Griff since like 2005. So, I mean, I, there, there's, there's, I've, Griff's one of them type of dudes where like I, I get overwhelmed and stressed out from the sheer number of beats he, he sends me at times. And then like the library of Griff beats I have to so where unless it's like go time like i don't know what to do with all the beats sometimes i'm like i don't know what, what this is or this is cool but i don't know what to say and then when when scorsese came to me with the vision for it i was like perfect like i i know exactly what to do with this it was the same thing with like i was just writing back and forth email with scorsese and then i was like all right once once he started hit me back with some of the references i was like all right like this is this is now war like you're not gonna <laughs> say some of these names and i'm gonna sit back and be like you know Batman and Joker in the Flash make a dash. Like I'm not gonna do that. Gonna, like you know, what I mean, I'm gonna like really get deep. Like talk about Corvius Glaive or fucking Jay Garrick and all this shit. Like super nerd shit. Like heavy with it. And so I was like, all right, you're gonna take it there. Be cool. And so like like the response to that joint was crazy. Like I didn't I I didn't no idea like how many uh how many people would would enjoy, would enjoy it. Shout it out, to that. I'll give it props. Like there's a remix that Chumzilla did. Shout out to Chum. I think it's crazy and uh it's it's dope like i just i love i love putting i'm like i'm like you man like i have like I, i'm as soon as we're done i'm reading uh castro just gifted me um the old man hawkeye book oh go, like, saying,
3: yeah I'm get ready for that old one. man hawkeye and yeah, you read like, old I man actually, logan already too so you're probably yeah, set yeah, up yeah. for it oh, he, okay
6: he got me the first volume of uh old man old man hawkeye like back in like last summer i think we all it was me castro and small pro went to go see the um breaking bad movie in the theater a netflix joint so right. he was like yo i got surprise you he, he gets me that shit and then i haven't seen him like i've seen him twice since covid so i had to drop off the cargo cult cds for him to ship out a few more with some bundles he had and he was like yo i i, I haven't seen him to give you the second hawkeye joint i was like ah shit so yeah like it's 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 the same thing like once you're in it like you're a collector once once you're following everything it's gonna come out in, in the music so it was it was genius to Scorsese just to make the, the whole shit like me and you back and forth like let's go. And I didn't know he was deep with it like that. I thought he was just, you know, like some MCU c- cat. You know what I mean? Just like,
3: <laughs> you know, like
6: going, going to the theater with his kids. With just his watching dad.
3: movies or whatever, right? yeah.
6: Yeah, like once he started hitting with like with like the, the, the writers' names and shit, and I was like, oh, okay. He was like Al Moore and Rick Remender and all these dudes. I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to, all right. Now, now we're like really going to be competitive. Hopefully Alaska's
3: not uh, falling asleep with the comic book talk. But uh,
5: You know, he's, all, he's a Star Wars dork. I don't, I
3: don't oh, shit. I'm a Star Wars nerd, too. So we. you know. I for all the bases, there. Oh, hey, hey, there it
6: is. It is. <laughs> fuck Star Wars. I'm an anti. This, my house is not a Star Wars. I, I forbid my son
3: from getting Star Wars. You being you serious, man? Yeah,
2: I'm he's I'm gonna he's gonna me. grow up and be the biggest Star Wars nerd ever because you forbade him from doing it. Nah, he, know, he, like, he It's like he the, the it's like want. the square pegs make round kids or whatever it is. Round yeah, round yeah, yeah, people nah. make square kids. no nah, he that, kid, that kid's nah. already planning on going to Jedi Academy.
6: Nah. I'm good with all that He's fine he, If he wants it that's fine But I, I don't like It's not like I don't have the. T- I don't have that shit around Cause I don't I don't like it So if he wants to start Requesting it and getting it Alright cool But I'm not gonna be like Oh somewhere Target Check out this Star Wars shit Isn't this cool Let's buy it I'm like nah I'm like oh shit There's Taskmaster toy You want that He's like yeah I'm like boom There it is I'm excited I'm excited about this It's taskmaster. a Taskmaster oh, <laughs>
3: <like> it? Yeah <laughs> Kids are always asking for that
6: <laughs> He's into it he was like, all right. I was like, dude, he can do everyone's style. He knows everybody's fighting style. He said, wow.
3: And I've never seen Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, but if my daughter grows up and she wants me to watch it, I guess I'll do it. But I'm anti those movies. So I guess I feel I what watched, you're saying.
6: Uh, yeah, you know what's funny? Like, Lord, Lord of the Rings now kind of occupies, well, Game of Thrones now occupies the Lord of the Rings space, where it's like it was really a big deal in the moment.
1: No purchase necessary. Voight we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts.
4: Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
6: But then once the last thing ended, you are like, no, I don't need to go back to that. I'm good. Yeah. That's fine. Hey, God, Lord of
2: the Rings was terrible. That whole trilogy was so bad.
3: Yeah, I'm.
2: I'm so I, was, I was like, I can't. I can't believe I wasted nine hours of my life. Damn.
3: Good. I feel better about <laughs> it now. My decision of never watching yeah. those movies. <laughs> yeah. Alaska, I know you like uh, slasher flicks, and you know I'm a yes. big horror genre fan. Of course, in that time of year where you're stuck in the house nice. anyway, so you might as well watch, you know, some Freddy or Jason flicks or. Pop on if, the Omen watched, or The Shining.
2: Um, I watched Friday the Thirteenth Part Two with my ten year old. Um, on oh, Friday Oh, nice! Kind of that's my favorite. Yeah, Jason's
3: he got the potato sack on with one eye. Yeah, yeah that's around. what I say. I kept telling her because
2: she's like seeing the hockey mask, and she never saw. We watched Part One. She's like, "Jason's a killer." I was like, "All right." And Part One <laughs> kind of sucks, right? It's not. It's not really that good. I mean, it's
3: um, it's crazy. It's a crazy twist because it's like the mom in the blue sweater is like hey how's it going you know her giant teeth or whatever and it's like she's the one been doing this the whole time and then she gets real clumsy she's been killing everybody like with with, like precision and at the end of the movie she's like all clumsy could barely stand up but yeah i got you
2: yeah it's pretty (laughs) bad but um, part two is, like, legit scary. And she was like, dude, you, you were right. That The sack on the head is so much scarier than the hockey
3: mask. You know what the scariest part of that movie is for me? Is uh, when what? the girl and the guy are in, the, in his little cabin or his his, his yeah. house, and you just see him in the window come in with the rake. Yep. I'm getting chills yep. talking about that shit right now, man. I was
2: like, yo, that part right there. She's like, why? I was like, "It's it's the idea, like, you think you're safe, and you just see the danger coming at you full speed.
3: Right. And that's so what made Halloween so scary, too, with Michael Myers. he just that boogeyman It's yeah. like, just hanging out in the trees. He's just like, whoa. The, the she didn't
2: like Halloween. I was kind of, like, I was almost like, I'm going to disown you. Ooh. But, you know, but I think, you know, like, that's, like, that movie's, like, 42 years old now. Yeah. Is it? So, yeah, it came out 70 years wow. ago.
3: Yeah, so Friday 13th like, series is... And I got to interview Ty McLaughlin who did part six, which is one of my favorite of the series. Oh, wow. nice. A lot of comedy in it. He he was able to yeah. juggle it with comedy and horror at the same time and uh, yeah, I had a blast talking to him, but that's that's one of my sleeper of, of the Friday thirteenth series. That's one of my favorite uh, sleeper cuts of nice. that one. you know. I, I feel like that movie doesn't get enough uh, accolades because I feel like that one's really good, really well done, and it holds yeah. up pretty well.
2: Did you ever listen to um, Paul Rust and uh, what's the other dude's name? They did like a podcast about all the Friday the 13th. No,
3: I need love to get Paul up on Rust. that. Uh, I love him.
2: Yeah, it's so good. They do like all 13. Like the podcasts are longer than the movies. <laughs> Damn. Um, they're amazing, but they're really good. Like they're, they made me go back It's call out uh,
6: here it is. With, with Gurley and Rust. Yeah, Okay. in Voorhees
2: so, we trust with Gurley and Russ. Oh,
6: man. Yes. I like that so then title, too. They have one too. called in Kruger we trust. They, so every every season, they got different seasons. Yeah. Wow, oh,
5: so
3: wait, they break they, down all of they, them. Okay.
5: Yes.
2: Did they so, do so, the um, Halloween one yet?
6: I don't know, but it says season oh, one is, season is in Voorhees. In... It says in Voorhees we trust is season one. Yeah. Then it says season three in Kruger we trust.
2: Oh man, so maybe, maybe not it's not only
6: Patreon anything. or some shit. Right. Yeah,
2: I think I think it might be on Patreon. I'm Fam, stuck. these
6: episodes are two hours and forty
2: two minutes. Shouts to Gary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah two hours I, I and forty two minutes. It was like I was I was redoing like a bunch of like work at the house, so it was like uh, my wife and daughter would leave and I would just be like painting rooms and shit, and I would just like throw them on and listen to it for like six hours straight. Oh, it's oh, like Roger
3: Sanchez. Oh yeah. yeah. I, hope, I hope he does a Leprechaun series. I'm really excited about how he breaks down Leprechaun oh, in the man. hood.
2: I never saw Leprechaun. <laughs> you you don't need to. <laughs> They're no, terrible as much. Did, did you ever see Terrifier?
3: <laughs> nah, I've definitely did not seen oh, that, you, that you one. Love I need Really?
2: Dude, Terrifier is my favorite slasher movie ever. What year is that from? Uh, it's from like 3 years ago. It's like oh, it's old. Oh, it's
3: recent. Oh, that's probably why I don't know about yeah, it's it.
2: It's recent and the killer is like on on par for me with like Freddy and Jason and Leatherface, like he's top top five all time. Damn. A character named Art the Clown, and it's just like I'm It's just out like there. relentless slasher movie. It's fuck. If you like slasher movies, watch it. Don't okay. watch it with your kids though. Yeah,
3: That's like putting it's him in the same dope. categories like Rakim and KRS One, as far as like MCs, like yeah, this no, dude, is slasher. Yo, you put I him mean, with the Hall of Fame like there.
2: He's like Benny the Butcher compared <S laughs> with those guys. You hey. know I mean? <laughs> no yo, it's. It's legit. Like he's fucking horrifying. Like I left so uncomfortable after that
3: movie. I'm writing it down right now. The yeah, last good horror flick of, that I saw is, was Train. Last Train to Busan. But I need to see that one. That's a good one. It sounds like all right.
2: I haven't watched that one yet.
3: That one's pretty good. If you like zombie flicks, I like the zombie stuff you know Walking Dead and George Romero Yo, I stuff. You watch, but, I
6: just watched this this indie zombie movie on Prime called The, the Night Eats the World. You see that shit? Oh, yeah. I just
5: watched that shit recently. How that was good. How
6: is that? I was telling you about that. No, it was
5: cool. Yeah, it's, it's really like, good.
6: It's just, like, a really interesting twist where the zombies don't make any noise. So it's, like, a yeah. dude in the middle of France, and he's, like, trying to survive and shit. Yo, it's fucking cool. It's like hey, he's just
2: basically, like, locked in his apartment.
6: Yeah, he's, like, trying so to, like to be like creative and, like, interested and, you know, just, like, trying to stay sane. It sounds it's like it would be Ill if Ill. it
3: was real. Like, that's, that's what I would be. I would just lock yes. myself in my apartment because I think about that all the time. Like, I just get enough food, turn the lock, right. you know, and don't open the door no matter who knocks on it. All right. <laughs>
6: yeah, and then, this, and then this one, but the zombies don't go like, oh, like, they don't make any sound at all. It's so like they're just standing there with their hands out, like with their mouth open, but no, it's, it's fucking weird. Yeah, their teeth is the only sound you hear. Yeah, like we had that bite down, but you don't hear shit. And then yeah. right, right before we started recording, I was watching uh, Sinister with Ethan Hawke. I got like I got like an hour left. You see that one? I never saw that one. Oh, yo, did you want yo? Did you see that one? No, I
3: haven't seen that one yet Dude. either. No.
6: Oh, it's. Do you know what? I'm not gonna. I only give it away, but it's like it's like it's like a haunted house type shit. Where Ethan Hawke plays like a tr- like a true crime uh, writer, and he moves into this house while these murders happen. And he moves in there on purpose to kind of like get his mojo back and like write about some shit and uh he's finding like these family super eight films but th- and he's putting them on and they'll be like you know like mom and dad like a kid on the swing and like a dad throwing a football and then it cuts like some snuff film shit
3: what the heck
6: and they'll all be labeled like like summertime 69 or like <laughs> family vacation 88 and it will be all this fucking grisly horror horrorful shit that's happening and he's trying to f- and he's trying to like true crime it like where is this happening who's filming
3: this that kind of sounds like eight know, millimeter do you remember that movie with yeah, nicholas like, cage like, yeah, and
6: yeah it's like that's a yo I'm, I'm it's like two hours i'm like an hour and ten into it. i was like yo, this shit is wild Whoa, like i like nice. when he just does like crazy shit like this he did like the purge and he did um what was that what was that time travel movie he did oh that shit was ill what was that called i don't remember it, it's really nah nah it's not that it's not oh. gattaca uh it's got like a really interesting name and uh Fuck his name of it. I'll, I'll find it. It's uh, I, I have the internet. My predestination. So oh, okay. I
3: mean, there it is.
6: Did you see that shit? No,
3: I need to. Yeah, I, like, I got yeah, a list yeah. writing right now, man, because you know. Yo,
6: predestination but, is. You know Darko the Super put me on that joint. Man, he was like, "Yo, you got to check this out." I was like, "Really?" Because I have the thing with. Time, I think time travel is like super fucking lazy to put in movies. <laughs> it's always like oh like nothing matters we'll just go back and fix it you like, mean like oh, end game we'll we'll that's what i'm saying like I, <laughs> I, I i i was listen i i was all emotional theater i, I fucking wept multiple times cuz it's the end of an era but I knew going to the movie, I'm like, it's going to be on some go back in time shit, and everything's going to be fucking figured out and whatever. You know, I was like, it's kind of lazy, you know, it's not. Yeah, I fucking
5: hate those movies.
6: Yeah, but I'm just like, like, here's the thing, but Predestination is like the ultimate shit like that. We're like, it's just when you watch Predestination, it's not trying to please anything. You know what I mean? Nice. It's like it's not like oh like this is really neat how we're gonna nah. It's oh it's like a mindfuck time travel joint and like no one nice. ever heard of it. It's really cool. I fuck with Ethan Hawke oh, man. I love it, dude. Yeah, so, ever since training really day. So nice. Have you training seen the day.
2: Hell House uh, LLC star- series?
3: Damn. How was that? No, I'm definitely sleeping now.
2: <laughs> Yo, know, that movie fucked me up. Uh, like I, I watched the first one, and like it was one of those was movies. It I was it a show? Was, it's a no. It's a movie. It's a trilogy. I haven't oh. watched the third one yet. I just watched the second one yesterday. But um, I watched the first one, and it was like, I was real tired when I put it on. And, like I fell asleep, and I that woke was. up, and there was just this image on the screen that just like left me fucked up for like two hours. I couldn't fall back asleep, so I oh. went back the next night and watched it, and I was like feeling mad uneasy. So I didn't go back to like the second one for like a year, and I finally watched Damn. it yesterday. And <laughs> that um, like
5: shit and crazy. my
2: my studio is in the basement like i'm I'm upstate right now i'm not in my place in brooklyn and like i have my my mic and shit in the basement and it's like real creepy down there and i was supposed <laughs> to record last night and i was like afterwards i'm like no you I'm bitched out. You <laughs>
5: bitched i did i completely
2: out. bitched out i was like i'm not going down there because like all these like dark corners and shit and i'm like eh, I'm so, not
5: going down there. You, you went down there like an 80s dad. you had like a yeah. flashlight like a hockey bass
2: and like i like, nah, nah. Work, man. Yeah. Like,
6: from Brooklyn, man. Fuck out here, man. I got to record. I got my Yankee fitted.
3: I got some bars to drop here. Get out of the basement, please. Yo, man. I gotta I gotta got Speaking of bars, maybe get back to the album. You know, uh, great oh, rap duo on cool. an, another joint yeah, to, so that we'll cool. play the podcast here. Talk about that record.
2: That was a fun. That was actually
5: Zillow's idea. Yeah. Was it? That
2: was, I don't even remember. Yeah, because you said you wanted to do something like um, like uh, Ghost and Jadakiss, like, like, uh, like the way like they trade bar you for bars. You mean Styles? Oh, styles and Jadakiss. Yeah. Oh Party yeah, style. yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, yeah. cool. So think, we basically each wrote a verse in that style for like the other person to come in and do the fills. mm
6: Hmm. Yeah, because what's the name? I, I think, because I, me and Castro did it on, uh, on, uh, me and Castro did it a bunch of times, but then we, we had, we had done it right around that time on a Griff Company. On yeah. Joined two by four. So we were like writing like that. And then I was like, all right, dope. We, you know, w- w- we'll fill each other's parts in. And then I think, I think you had it done for a yeah. minute. And I was like, I was like, oh shit, this needs to be like really, really hard. And I was like, all, yeah. all right. It was like the way, the way you set up. I'm like, I'm like, all right, it's a very, like, Alaska verse. It's going to be dope. Like, I'm going to, like, hit them spots for you Then i was yeah. like all right i need i need I need to give you like one of my shits which like you know like a little end jokes in there or whatever um uh, but you you tailored it ill because oh, you had like, that line about the sixers i had it in there and then you had shit that yeah. i didn't know what it was i was like i don't know what this reference is but work i'll <laughs> say it with the gusto yeah. and then uh and then for your part i was like all right i'm gonna have like you know sports shit and shit that i know you would like personally like having little lines in there and then uh yeah that, that was because i remember You know, i remember what it was you, you i remember you had the hook or something first yeah yeah and then you hit me with the hook i was like oh my you were like you said you said something about like we're a great rap duo like lp and just yeah company and i was like
3: oh shit.
6: i was and then you had like the um you had like like smooth like smooth the hustler and trigger you had them in there and i was like yeah Yo, like this dude is really like saying the the hottest duos like this is crazy yeah and then I, so like the hook got me like i was like all right well this can't just be like you do a verse i do a verse like this has yeah, to be. be special yeah and then so then that's what i was saying. like i was like this would be mac and Memphis, could have been should have been like, <laughs> yeah. yeah i was like all right i had to put that in there like but that was coming off the hook where you said i was like oh this is yeah this is like intense this is fucking fire like can't stop, won't stop, all that puffer shit, yeah. Yeah, you masterminded that joint, I joint. Like you came through. I was like, okay. I, yeah, I think yeah, I was, was like a in a low right writing like mad other shit, and I was like,
5: oh, this is fun.
3: Man, yeah, that song really came together well, and I feel like that's a good song to introduce people to. We'll play that in the uh, the episode here for people. You heard that song. Nice. You hear the two dudes talking about it right now. The great rap duo that is Zilla Raka and Alaska. And yeah, uh, talk about another record on there. You mentioned it before. All power to all people. That was another one that really caught my attention as well. And that one really fits yeah. you know everything that's going on. Talk about that record too.
2: Um well I wrote that that was one of the first ones I wrote as well. That was back in like 2018. And um, you know, I think like you know, I think like one of the things you see with a lot of like people rap, they're sort of like very heavy left leaning, and I think like I'm kind of like I am, like, definitely, like, left, but I'm also, like, I have hints of libertarianism in me. And I think, like, one of the things that I sh- saw a lot at that time was, like, people that I know, like, calling for, like, censorship and shit. And I was, like, yeah. it really bothered me, right? Because right. that's not something that should be coming from my side. Like, people shouldn't be calling to censor shit. Because, you know, like, w- what we were seeing at that time was, like... You know, you had jackasses like fucking Milo Stepanopoulos and that shithead Richard Spencer, like going to college campuses and people fucking losing their minds and shutting down his like talks. And that was giving them a profile. It was like boosting their profile. It was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then finally somebody let them talk and you realize they had nothing to say. They had nothing interesting. They had no good ideas and they fucking vanished right so it's like sometimes you need to like let these ideas out so people could actually see how fucked up they are good point because when you start being like that's forbidden that's like this is like i mean think about like you know they didn't like, like nobody learned that lesson from the 80s where like we have to ban this music and all the music got much more popular once people started trying to ban it. and like the same shit happens because when people start telling you what you can't listen it becomes this thing that you have to see um but also like people were doing this shit like they wanted to like ban like Facebook. They wanted to like have censorship on Twitter. They wanted to have all the censorship, and at that same time, like good things were happening on those sites, right? You were learning about the Me Too movement. Like the Black Lives Matter movement was was reaching like sort of critical mass um when when Trump launched the fucking fucked up plan to like ban people from coming into the country. People used Twitter and they used Facebook and they fucking mobilized and they showed up at airports right, to, like, shut that shit down right. and be like, nah, you're not getting away with this, yep. you know, like, you know, it helped spread, like, you know, helped spread, like, the the gospel of gay rights, it starts spreading, like, you know, the idea, like, trans lives matter, like, all these things were happening because of Twitter, because of Facebook, so, like, people wanted to, like, take these tools and gut them because they were scared of, like, fucking Richard Spencer, and it's like, you, exactly. you to, to get rid of that, like, one asshole, you're getting rid of all this other good that's happening as well, so it was, like, to me it was like it was really like counterproductive, like the conversation that was happening. Like people were willing to like give the government the power to say to tell you what you can say. It's and backwards. It like look who's in power. Yeah. Look who's in power right now. Like that's mm-hmm. who's gonna determine what you can say. Not you. Not like you and your, your your friends on Twitter that think like that's fucked up. Like that's the person that's gonna determine that. And like it, it just was like all of that shit like was really like going on in my head when that when when I wrote that song and it was like it just it really left it bad. It still does to this day. Like when people are on that shit where it's like, you know, we have to like ban all this and it's like, you can but cancel you culture,
3: that, all that stuff. Yeah.
2: You realize you're setting a precedent, right? And it's not always going to be you. That's making that decision based on that. So that was sort of it for me. Like that's really what that song was about. And I knew it was kind of like, I, I don't know. I felt like it was probably going to ruffle feathers. That's why I wanted it to be the one when people hear the album, that they'll think about it when they hear the album versus it being like the first single. Right, for the record,
3: people be ready when you hear this album. It's out now, right? You yeah. can get it digitally and yeah. uh, vinyl as well, CDs. Just yeah, uh,
2: just We only have a few CDs left. We're almost we sold out.
6: Right. Shit, we got. I can count them right now. We have five CDs left in existence. Metal tins yeah. With, yeah, the with the crazy package on yeah. the inside. Yeah, all the all the velvet joints. They're going forever. And then uh, there's exactly five. So there you go. Yeah. get them water hot. Nineteen bucks. On wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com, no streaming. Maybe vinyl someday. That'd be cool. Some stuff. Definitely- yeah, that would be cool. Um, but for now, yeah, that's it. Bandcamp only, and on our shit, yeah, that's that's it. We're selling ourselves.
3: So. Bandcamp is what yeah. it's all about. I love their app, and yeah, the, the, get all the music right away. Just a just a great platform. Talk about anywhere else yeah, you get—is everything on in Bandcamp? All the other stuff you've done is past projects as well, or?
2: Yeah, I mean, everything I've done is in Bandcamp. Um, I don't really have much on any streaming services at all. Uh there's like I think the words hurt albums are on streaming services, but that's it. But everything else is Bandcamp only.
6: I'm yeah, all, all my shit, shit is service. everywhere. My shit is everywhere. Uh Bandcamp, Bandcamp like there's there's shit I have like only on Bandcamp, like remix projects, couple EPs. Um, but they're available there and then all my shit's on Bandcamp. I mean, on uh, Spotify and Apple and YouTube and wherever else. You guys got Be some sure. future
3: projects that you're working on that you could talk about at all? Or anything else coming out soon? Alaska, you got nothing,
6: right? As usual. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: I, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm working on some stuff, but I, I, I had given the uh, the heads up earlier that I don't like to talk about anything until it's right. close to done. Just based on like past history. Right. Yeah, man. Uh, I got I got my, my record Midnight
6: Suns with DJ Chong Wizard drop October 30th. Okay uh the record's fucking it's it's my first time ever just on vinyl by myself like for a full album i've been on i've been lucky to be being on people's records that were all vinyl a couple of remixes on vinyl and on seven inch but i've never had like my own project on wax my entire life that's dope. So, This is my first time thanks bro so this is so I, again i started making that record right around the time me and last started making that record yeah like 2018 so um that record shit i i can't give away too many details on it because me and chong are like Season shit out like every like once a week we're putting out like variant artwork and then we'll we'll leak the track listing but it's gonna have like honestly the most insane like high quality sick fucking merch i've ever had like hoodies hats uh all, i mean it's it's a it's the typical rollout shit that everybody
5: has but
6: everything we did for this one like we, we took a lot of time with it so I'm i'm really excited for people to people to check it but you know i'm i'm, I'm lucky that the cargo Colts record is here where like i've never produced the record for anybody else like front to back i mean there's you know I've, i have plans on doing it many times but it never came out that way so it's, it's dope to have like a time where alaska is the star on the cargo Colts record and it's on my beats and we work closely on it and then at the end of the month i get i get to be like the featured dude Rhyming over all Chong ones your beats. It's, it's, it's really, I'm really like a lucky dude to have all this lined up this month.
3: Man, just That's bookending awesome. October like that. That's pretty cool, dude.
6: Yeah, yeah it just it all came to pass. It was strange, like it wasn't even mapped out. Like, like I, ideally, I would like to space it out more, but the response to the Cargo Cult record's been so hot, like from Jump, um, and so I'm hoping I can carry over to the Chong Chang record, even though it's very, very different. But still, you know, like top shelf East Coast rap.
3: There you go. Um, could you expect any visuals from Cargo Cults at all? Any kind of videos or anything like that besides the... Uh, I don't know. Um, we haven't talked about it. I mean, man. I wouldn't
2: be against it. Okay. I just, we haven't talked about it at all. Right. Yeah, I don't know. man. I, I'm over the mind, like,
3: well,
6: videos, like, I, I've done so many videos, and I, I haven't seen, like, a, unless there's, like, a, an amazing idea that you can accomplish pretty easily, I, I, like, I, I haven't seen, like, videos significantly, like, harm or help a record either way, like, in my career.
0: So right, like yeah. there's some
6: idea where where they were like elaborate like two day shoots like seven locations we spent all this money and then they it came out and it was cool and then the same exact thing like nothing mattered so it's like yeah like YouTube's in a weird place like I don't I don't even know like what what YouTube means anymore like it did three four years ago you know what I mean yeah like like it was yeah. the biggest fucking thing for a while but now everything's like uploaded to Twitter and Instagram.
1: No is necessary. Void are prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And TikTok and shit, like, where people are watching videos. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you going to say? Yeah, I'm also real
2: partial to, like, not being available to people. You know, <laughs> sort of
5: like,
2: but, like, just sort of like having, like, some mystery. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I don't want everybody knowing what I look like. And
6: you just did life. a video shoot.
2: You're saying? I know, you know but
6: it's you like, literally you know, just did a video shoot. You know, I know, Go my but... check me the new fucking Squirtage video. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I did it see that yeah. podcast. Here I'm on my yeah. weekly
2: podcast while on
6: But that's
3: like
2: That's good for like The next seven years I don't need to do another one <laughs> okay, okay. You're
3: like a cicada You only come out Every so many years
2: Exactly Yeah Like a gypsy
6: moth Yo, You're my fucking guard Of waiting world but he's just like People just want to sell out You know That's just like sad Or whatever He's wearing a fucking Reebok outfit Like that's you right here I'm on my weekly <laughs> podcast On my weekly podcast On Twitter daily And, and in a video, video. Sure.
1: Yes. Yeah,
2: exactly.
6: All, all this talk has got give me a headache. Here, here, Wade, take two of these. Buffered, little, yellow. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's great, man. So where can people find you guys on social media and also the podcast, the Call Out Culture Podcast?
2: That's a mystery.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's where you go, right. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um I mean call out culture is everywhere. Yep. That's like anywhere you listen to podcasts, you should be able to find call out culture.
5: Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, um and we
2: have a, a, a Twitter handle for that. It's uh Call Out Culture Pod. Call out cult. Oh, is it? Or call cult out pod. cult pod. And then I have my own Twitter feed, which is sorry, I gotta look it up. It's uh, Alaska underscore atoms, A T O M S. Um and there and then you nobody can have my Instagram because that's just like pictures of my kid. I constantly get people like trying to fucking like, for me on Instagram <laughs> It's the night it's one of my favorite things because, like, right in my bio, I'm like, don't fucking try to be my friend. <laughs> I don't know you. I'm not letting
3: you be my friend. It's, like it's pictures so cool. of my daughter. No yeah, visuals, like daughter no friends, friends. none of that. <laughs> Nothing, yeah.
6: It's yeah, not. you, can, you can get at me uh, on Twitter and Instagram the same. My shit's the same. Zilla Rocka. two L's, two C's. You can get at me on Instagram, you know if you slide my dms all wild like I, I will block you there you go and same thing with my, with my twitter if if uh yeah my facebook shit I, I probably should utilize it more i mean i'm I'm on facebook like twice a month so if you hit me <laughs> on and there's people that hit me on my facebook yeah. music message page and will say like really flattering like nice things or, like try to work with me or some shit and i'll be seeing it, like six weeks late and i'm like yo my bad dude like here just here's my email we could talk business or you just want to kick it that's cool But yeah, you can get at me. on on the Quad Culture Podcast with Carly Castro. Uh, And you can get my solo shit too on Bandcamp, uh, $3pistol.com. And then everyone else. And then, uh, yeah, Cargo Colts, uh, Midnight Suns record coming out. We've had a good year, man, record crew. We got the Raheem's Lament record. That came out in July. We had... For August, I think. Then we yeah, have the blue Edwards record with, with Castro on Small Pro, which is Fire and Shrapnel, which I think is still I think it's probably still the best record this year. Like I'm really there hasn't been yeah. anything that has passed it for me. And then uh what else, man? Shit that's it's a lot of music, man. It's, it's been a good time. Just people wanna people wanna support us on Bandcamp, like on Bandcamp Day and then the podcast. It's just like it's a really dope time to hit hit your stride like, artistically and podcast the league <laughs> 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 That's a word. <laughs> now be, <laughs> you know my po- podcast at least speaking, you know what I mean we're, we're at you know our, our, our plateau potentially, but no. Nah. but uh yeah, so that's that's what we're doing. We're, we're busy wrapped as out here.
3: Before I yeah. let you guys go, I have to bring this up because Griffin Scorsese, man, they completely shit on juice, which is one of my favorite movies. Are you guys in their camp or are you guys on, on my side? Do you guys like that movie or is it as bad as they they claim that it is they they really they really shit on it, man? Well, the Uh, the funny
2: thing is I have a song with Griff called Juice that samples Juice. So I don't know where he's coming from. And
3: and my my thing is our name is Wrecking Crew
2: because of Yo Q,
0: Wrecking Crew.
3: That's what I was thinking of when you said Wrecking Crew. made me think of that. Yeah, right.
6: Exactly what that is. Like our our old icon on Bandcamp Forever was a picture of all four actors from Juice. Like that used to be our profile pic for years. Bandcamp Forever is
2: my favorite Bandcamp
6: album. Bandcamp Forever. (laughs) It's (laughs) a double dip. It's in the Bandcamp Chambers yeah double cd (laughs) get all the education you need uh i think juice i think juice is like i think i think i remember listening to what scorsese's point was why he thought juice sucked and i can't remember what griff's thing was but i i remember like when it came out remember like people were getting killed over the movie or something there was like
3: shootings and shit remember that man i'm trying to remember
6: it was like a dangerous movie where people were saying like um, I got the juice now, like, wasting people and shit. Oh, like, wow. teenagers were fucking killing people and saying shit that, that Bishop was saying in the movie. You guys remember this? No. I have to go back I mean, and this, research It's, it's that. only
2: 28 years ago. You don't remember this thing? Right. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. I, mean, I, remember, I remember, like, uh, it happening around Boys in the Hood. I don't remember it happening around Juice. Yeah, like, yo, people, know, it was, like, because they were, like, gonna ban
6: it or make it NC-17 or not set. There was, like, some shit when it came out. I think on video, like, kids were getting it And stealing it and like saying the lines and killing people or some wild shit. So I remember like feeling like, oh my god, like this movie's dangerous, because I was like (laughs) ten when Juice came out. But uh, you know what's ill about? I I mean, I think I don't. I can only speak from my experience. Like one of my best friends decided to become a DJ because of that movie. Like he watched
3: DJ GQ. Yeah, same here. And now
6: he's like he's like a powerful high end executive at Columbia Records or whatever. And it all started from Juice. Like. Omar f's is the shit. Like Omar f's is dope. Like, I mean, Pac, uh You know, I mean, RB, I mean you special, special Ed gave project. an
2: Academy Award-winning performance, if you ask me. <laughs> special Ed,
6: I like Special Ed. That <laughs> <But> I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, EPMD like, were, were like, at the R- bar
3: when Blizzard was holding it up. You know, yeah, I remember that. With, yeah, a oh, Blizzard.
6: <laughs> blizz blizzard's in there right now, sticking the place up. <laughs> Yo, why are we ain't going? <laughs> yeah, like that's just. I mean, like that's why we called our our wrecking crew project Rahim's Lament. It's got the it's got Rahim. From the cup, from Juice on the cover. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know why. He, it's very like, I mean, Sam Jackson's dope in it. Everyone, I forget, I gotta go back and hear why Scorsese said that. He just, yeah,
5: that's just, that's just. It just caught me off
3: guard. I didn't that. even know what to say. I was just like, whoa. I mean, I didn't know we were talking about, you know, uh, Beat Street or something. Like, I know there's, there's aspects of that movie that are cringeworthy now. We try to watch it, but man, you know. Yeah,
6: like what is it about? I don't know what it is. Like, you know, it's interesting. I, I think it's actually. When I, when I thought about it recently about Bishop, we we, we did a tour to West Coast, we called it the Roland Bishop Memorial Tour. This is like six, seven years ago. And uh and I remember we were talking about it on the road, and I was realizing that Juice is actually like from like he like Bishop is basically like a school shooter. He's like the archetype for what would become a school shooter. Where like he's a total bum.
3: Yeah. Like his
6: his family, he has like his his dad has like some I don't know what's going on with pops. And then he just gets his ass beat by Rodemez. and it's, and he's like the butt of the jokes around uh, around his friends, where Steele's always like, you can't walk down your block without getting fucked up by Rodamez. Like, all the sprinklings are there of him becoming a school shooter if that existed in yeah. 1992. And then when he gets his hand on a gun, he's like living out all the fantasies and dreams where he's watching that old school James Cagney shit, the White Heat movie, or whatever. You know what I mean, like
3: right. top of the world, fantasy, ma. He's like yeah. killing
6: everybody, yeah. yeah, and like having fantasies of like going out blasting, and it's like that's very much what them kids did. Fucking, uh, what's it called? Uh, oh, wow. Columbine. It's like it's the same shit, except he's a hood dude in, in Harlem, wherever the movie's set. You know what I mean? Whereas like GQ is like having sex with a forty year old. He's like sixteen. <laughs> you know, what I mean? right. <laughs> like
5: yeah. he's yeah, living high from like, en Vogue
6: yeah Yeah, oh man he's banging her and then raheem is like the handsome like light-skinned dude who everyone likes him and steals like 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 the funny like dude you fuck with but you love him he's making everybody food you can crash like bishop brings nothing to the mix nope (laughs) except like danger and death and despair
3: man it's crazy so
6: if you look at it through him like if the movie's becoming what later would become uh, but he's just like you know a hood shooter or however you want I, like like what, what, what is his goal like to be a
5: rot, like to be a stick up kid yeah like, it, it,
3: it? he goes from like you know from being whatever he was before in the movie starts to like just yeah you're right just wanted to like take everybody out and just be mad he's violent and I don't know what his end game is at all yeah like he's know? not
6: trying to be like yo we're, we're gonna rob these five places and make 60 grand in a day right it's not a heist he's not a heist guy you know what I mean it's not really what he wants to do so I think he just wants to kill people and then get killed yeah. And that's what happens. You know, boom. <laughs> deal with that. Spoiler. Things. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. 28-year-old movie. Go watch it. We'll watch <laughs> it again. Okay.
3: Now I that. like it, man. It just caught me off guard, and I was just wondering, I wonder what these dudes think if they're in the same camp Yeah, I, think I
6: was washing dishes when I heard them say it on your show. Yeah. And I I almost just, like, walked out of my house, and I can't believe someone I,
3: I trust is speaking like this.
6: <laughs> like my hands will be all wet dripping on the floor. I can't deal with these yeah. guys. Yeah. I, I mean, I
2: haven't watched Juice in a while, but... It has to hold up better than Boys in the Hood
3: does. Boys in the Hood to me is like an after-school special.
2: Yo, it's one PSA after another.
3: Where Men in Society, I always said, is like it makes Boys in the Hood feel even more like a, <laughs> a uh, after-school special because Men in Society is like if you like Boys in the Hood, this is like times twenty, like what that movie is. Yeah. It's on another level, and the soundtrack, of course. And that's the thing about those movies, you know, especially Juice. The soundtrack was just so damn good that a lot of oh, times yeah. the movie got overlooked because you like the soundtrack so much.
6: Yo, is, is No The Ledge the best Eric B and Rakim song? I tell
3: people all the time my favorite Rakim song is that one. It's got to it be. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 definitely my top three, but I would probably pick that as my favorite.
2: It's up there. I mean, let the rhythm hit him up in that area, too.
3: Yeah. But, I mean, there's so many I'm, good I'm songs big, on I'm, that I'm, one.
6: I'm a big uh, I Ain't No Joke guy. I'm a big I
3: Ain't No Joke guy. Yeah. Well, the way it yeah. ends with the explosion and, and everything, and the video, yep. of course, of Flave. You know, it's, the whole thing is just, yeah. Well, right. you know, Rakim, those I mean, first two or three albums, you can't go wrong with them. And then, yeah. yeah. The, the juice joint yeah is.
2: And ghetto is fucking up there and mahogany
6: yeah oh, that's the best love song ever it's the best rap oh yeah without
3: a doubt
2: tell me I ain't finesse mahogany
6: dude we opened up for Rockham last year he he did 15 minutes on stage oof but he was with this Soul Rebels band so they were like cranking all night and he just came up and did 15 minutes and then wow. the whole crowd just did all lyrics and he, and he dipped out
3: Jesus. It was it was amazing.
5: <laughs> he was like it <laughs> That's
6: <how much> it... <laughs> I was like, we were rocking all night and then he he you know he came out last told He came I was in the I was in the uh staircase of like where the artists are at the artist entrance. I'm on the staircase like second floor of the staircase and all of a sudden the door swing open and Rock him's like running up the steps in front of me with like his his hype man or security dude and I was like Oh shit! And I was like, "Yo, peace, raw." I was like, "Yo, I, I, I love you, man." He's like, "What's good, baby?" And gave me a pound. And I was like, "Oh shit! I can't believe this happened." And
3: washed your hands since.
6: <laughs> I was like, I was so drunk. I was like, Oh shit! I was like, What am I? He had this huge fucking like leather jacket on, and the Yankee fitted. And I was like, Yo, like he has like this magnet, magnet, magnetic aura. Like when you see this guy, you're like, Oh shit! Like that's raw fucking Kim it was crazy yeah he's i think no i don't think he didn't know the ledge but like, musically when you play that song now like there's so many parts to it it's like the flute breakdown there's like the fucking bass line in it there's just like the way he arranged that beat is amazing you know the rhyme is amazing too like i yeah. want to hear his beats i want to hear what beats he just has he made <laughs> you know what i mean
3: yeah he, just, he was doing all the beats
2: yeah
3: amazing it's crazy, man. I mean, every time I drink juice, I think of, you know, that, that sip the juice. I got enough to go around. I, I said it to my daughter the other day because I was putting juice in a little bottle for her. I'm like, here you go. Sip the juice. I got enough to go. She don't know the reference yet, but she'll know. Sue it no, cool. Or she'll hate it. <laughs> she'll hate hip-hop. I don't know. <laughs> Daddy's music <laughs> sucks. <bad> <laughs> it's not Mumble's mumble enough. Guy. I know. Come on. <laughs> man. But, uh, yeah, mad, mad, uh, mad honor to talk to both of you guys, man. This is really cool to get you on here talk about movies we talk about the album of course we talked a lot about movies and stuff too man and, uh, yeah oprah's you know people doing something know crazy that hand. you know you might have broke some news here
2: yeah i mean these are these are hot topics that people are talking about today
3: <laughs> this is what's in the tweets you know. yeah this is they
2: still want to know yeah. they still want to know i mean hip-hop is the cnn of the streets you know <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then there's this <laughs> and then there's this but yeah, definitely check out this album. I mean, uh, people, if, if you're if you're sleeping on it, you get awake now, right now. And that's that's horrible English. But go check out right. <laughs> Carco Colts, Nihilist, Millennial, Zilla Rocka, Alaska. Uh-huh. This album right there is just, you know, fire emojis all over the place. Just you know, big Vol- up, man. I,
6: I go to the lava. Thank you. That, that's my favorite. Or I the go, coffins. The coffins the, are the, a good one. No, the 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 volcano joint, I should say. I go to volcano. There you go. Boom! Elevation. Nice. It's all about progress.
3: And don't try to follow Alaska. You don't want to know you. And he's no visuals. No. Leave him alone.
2: Yeah, no. no visuals. You <laughs> can follow me on Twitter, and you can see me like retweet stuff stuff about the Jets
6: <laughs> and the QAnon. Oh, jeez.
2: <laughs> all you talk about these days. It's all QAnon. Oh man, man, you know, those are my Q... notes.
3: It was Bill Cosby and QAnon. Those are like my first two things to
6: ask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're on a yeah. good press run lately. this is what people want.
2: to hear. Yeah. That's you know I mean it's timely stuff.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's what the album's about, right? It's about what's going on. Oh, yeah, yeah it's technology.
6: We're
2: lifting oh, the veil yeah.
3: <laughs> and then put it right the back deep, down. Deep state breath.
2: Yeah, you know we're exposing them.
3: <laughs> we're exposing them. Man, <laughs> yo, big up for coming on here, and definitely go check out Call Out Culture podcast with these dudes along with Curly Castro. You know, they're bringing it every time they do one of those episodes. So, yeah, once again, big up. Thanks for letting people know that Juice is not a big pile of shit. It's actually decent. And it could be on your shelf next to New Jersey Drive. That's the one Griffin Scorsese yeah. really liked. Uh, yes. All right, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, big up again for coming on here. Really appreciate it, guys. And, uh yeah. Hey,
5: thank you for having us. Yeah, Thanks no doubt, man. man.
3: Yeah, definitely. Let us know when you guys got something else coming out, and uh, you know we'll definitely help promote it. Let people know about the uh, the next projects you guys got coming. Uh, That's what's up. You That's up. got it, man. Alright, peace, man. Alright,
5: man. Thanks, man. Peace. Thanks. Thank you.
3: Once again, mad honor to have talked to Zilla Rocka and Alaska. Go check out that album, Cargo Colts. It's called Nihilist Millennial. It's available on Bandcamp. We played a song earlier in the podcast, Great Rap Duo. Right here, we're going to play another track, another song I really like off this record. We talked about it in the interview. This one here is called UX. Straight heat, fire emojis, coffin emojis, volcano emojis, like Zilla said, all of that. Check this record out right here. And the other side, we'll talk about a few other things before we get out of the Infinite Banter podcast. So here we go. Ux from Cargo Colts, their album *Nihilist Millennial*, Zilla Rocka, Alaska, Infinite Banter Podcast.
4: Yeah, it's Alaska, Zilla, Zilla, Alaska.
1: That
4: makes it Alaska. <laughs> yeah. I, we were nerdy fucks, think we're super cool Gear there for the outdoors, sorta like a Subaru Patagonia, we have been for paragons A paradigm, a perfect marriage With a horse and carriage like a Cameron Robinson Maritime is of guns, morbidly obese The fattest shit this summer Yo, I'm stuck in with whole wheat. Are making bread Kicking off like the cake What cult status A race ahead Faces bled When these fuckers Swung the races at us I got lucky Only caught my knuckles But filleted my hat Cause That was back with Brett and early Giuliani days With Julian Assange With conspiracies And chronicades That was in my college days Now I'm on my Colin Hex Colonize the cul-de-sac The cul de Is ganja K Wait Wait, let's get back to the nostalgia wrap, The salad days, annihilism, New Eureka Biorhythms, alphabet city The night before I laid my outfits out Suede, tins, beige, black leather with the white stitch And always keep the threads fresh Always keep a fresh press Little Macchiato, wreck a sweater with some fresh stuff Better as I age, you could say an ice porovino The counter rubs so Tony Touch when he plays Puerto Rico When life is boring, stir it up, get on your Steven Bico When all you do is watch the baby pop, your life's a peep show So how's your UX? Life is so how's your UX? Life is in immersion tech. I suggest you wander if you haven't found your purpose yet. So how's your UX? Life is in immersion tech. Only now that I'm older. than have this overstanding The most interesting people They had the most damage When I was most candid Landed in my mold skin The way I am now Is so different from the so old Tim who took the A and notion To Dame, post up in Jeff's studio I was truly gross If girls dissed me Called the bougie hoes Learned out from Kool-G-Rap. cool rap out out like new edition Now I'm sort of different dog I've gone in court with wisdom 40 in a court With hoist the toilet gourd Only Gordier, of course Because I'm trying to save my grew year A new year renew me Get the point, like cool, see A story of success So I guess this is my juicy baby, baby. And this career is like Kabuki theater To do it right, you best deliver Like your Mookie wearing A Jackie jersey Or like the artifacts from Jersey Wrong side of the track And it's a fact that I be mean classic clear. better as I age Say a nice, poor Ravino The crowd erupts and like Tony Touch when he plays Puerto Rico When life is boring, stir it up, get on your Steven Bico When all you do is watch the baby pop, you like a peep show So how's your UX? Life is an immersion tech So how's your UX? Life is an immersion tech I suggest you wander if you haven't found your purpose yet So how's your UX? Life is an immersion tech Yo, it's your boy Moth checking on Infinite Banter With
6: my man DJ Soundway.
3: Make sure you check out the Branched podcast.
1: Hello world, I'm Maddie and I'm Doug. And this is Branched podcast. Every week we talk about everyday topics and issues and explore how they interact with the world at large.
0: Join us each Thursday as we discuss topics like bird scooters
1: and tattoos
0: and Disney Channel.
1: So many things about Disney. Oh my Channel. god,
0: forever about the Disney Channel.
1: We talk about queer issues
0: and sex.
1: We do anything that you can possibly think of and more
0: as best as any two people can
1: find us on spotify apple podcast anchor or wherever you listen to your podcast
0: that's right bye Bye.
2: infinite banner man wow what a name i love that yeah man i've been from maine to spain and deep
4: down in the ukraine from ocean to ocean to coast to coast north south east and west But one place
0: i've never been is to the infinite banner Time for you to leave, assholes.
3: Alright, that's Kirk Acevedo saying it is time to go, and I am definitely gonna do that. That is exactly what I am going to do. Big up to Alaska, big up to Zilla Rocka, Cargo Colts in the building. Their album, nihilus Millennial, is out now. You heard a couple songs from that album. Go check it out now on Bandcamp. Just a really, really good album and something we need at this time. That song, All Power to All People. Definitely need to seek out that record. And I like how they helped me uh, make sure that Juice was solidified as a classic. They definitely brought it back. So Griffin Scorsese, looks like you lost that battle there because we talked about Juice, and it seems like we are in agreement that it's a good movie. So we'll see uh, what happens next. (laughs) Next time Griffin Scorsese come on, they might find another hole in it that I don't want to know about. But anyway, that's it for the show. I appreciate everybody for listening. Listen to the show on all digital platforms, wherever you're listening to it now keep doing that. Tell a friend, retweet it, review it, rate it. All these things help me. let me know people are listening to the show and they're enjoying the content, so I definitely appreciate it. And go check out Zilla Raka and Alaska's new album, Cargo Cults, Nihilist Millennial, and check out their podcast, Call Out Culture. Alright, that's it. I'm out of here. I got a surprise for the next episode. It's going to be a really fun one when that comes out, so just stay tuned for that. In the meantime, go check out all these albums I've been promoting here on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Until the next one i'm out hey
4: asshole get off the road
5: being on the infinite banner with my man mark has been a pleasure